0: Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Project Management Insights and today I have a guest with me. I have Hussein Bandakwala from Pawaz Consulting. And Hussein is here today. He actually has uh, experience in setting up PMOs and working with PMO project management office leaders to have a, a really effective and efficient project management office. And so today we're going to look at what it is about a PMO, how they are beneficial for both the organization and what the benefits are for you as a project manager in in working with them. So, Hussein, welcome and thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thanks so much, Karen. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, So, can you talk to me about project management office and I guess as a project manager, what are the benefits of working with the project management office?
1: That's a great question, Karen. And before I go ahead and, 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 and talk a bit about that, let me just go ahead and tell you what i believe pmos or project management offices to be like so you the way you have accounting departments the way you have IT departments the way you have finance departments you have project management offices they're just another business unit right and their tools are project projects directly and their tools is project management so just the way for that early are uh, on time on but those are things that are a means to an end not an end themselves right so the concern that i usually see with project management offices is is that they don't look at it from that holistic perspective they just go straight in roll up their sleeve all right you know what i'm going to go ahead and roll out these templates i'm going to go ahead and roll out these specific tools all right, Mr. Project Manager, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. So it's more of an authoritarian control out there and without truly understanding why the PMO should really exist in the organization, why should it really, or how can it really benefit that organization? They just go about, you know, putting something that worked somewhere else or something that they read somewhere or heard about something, they try to go ahead and fit that within the organization and things fall apart. The executives aren't happy, stakeholders aren't happy project managers aren't happy about that, right? So when project management offices are getting set up, they need to understand, like I mentioned earlier, why they need to exist. What are the problems within the organization that need to be solved? Is it the fact that there are 50 strategic projects that are going on and none of them are getting done on time? Is it that there's a lot of turnover of resources because um, there's... uh, uh, zero employee satisfaction, uh, loss of resources getting overstretched. Is it because that the financial targets of a, of a certain department within the company aren't being met because of the inefficient running of projects? What is it that is happening? And in doing that, in understanding that project management office leaders need to not only speak with the executives, but also all the other stakeholders within the organization that they will work with including the business analysts, including the project coordinators, and of course, including the project managers, right? And so if project management office leaders follow that path, uh, if PMOs are, are created and set up in this cadence, then you go ahead and set up a PMO that is on its path to success, right? So, you know, let's let's really talk about the elephant in the room here right mm-hmm. uh, we do experience some project management offices where they don't themselves don't have project management experience they don't understand the difficulties that project managers are going to face um, or are facing um and secondly you know uh they aren't that close to the ground which is that they don't understand the ground realities of what's going on in the project which is fine. That is perfectly A-OK because as project managers, you need to make sure that you know most about the projects. Where I see issues are is that the project management offices don't exercise the patience to understand the perspective of the project managers and figure out what can be done to make sure that those issues are resolved. I mean, at that point in time, it's the project managers don't really need one more person saying, "Mr. Project Manager or Mr. Mrs. Miss Project Manager, things aren't going well." Yes, they know that. Everybody's told them about it. They know it themselves, yeah. and that's why they're there. Um, you know, so it's, uh, they're there to help you know understand, find a solution. So, you know, with with talking about some of these things, let's talk about what benefits are there to project managers when working with a PMO right so now look at let's take a look at situations where the pmo has been set up in such a way that it's it's uh it's it's on its way to success where it has first truly understood why it needs to be there and how it can truly help everyone around it so the first thing that project management offices can benefit project managers with is it can be a support system for them. It can be a safe haven for them. So, Karen, you know, when project managers are feeling down, things aren't going right, they need a sounding board, and they, can't, they don't have a buddy system within the organization, they can go yeah. talk to someone with the PMO. You know, yeah. hey, you know what? It's not going well. Not, things are falling apart. What can I do? You know, there's some. Uh, you know, some very casual brainstorming, some, you know, lightweight help that can easily you know, lift the spirits of the project manager. At the same time, uh, it can, uh, they can come up with some solutions that can work uh, for the project manager. So the project managers feel comfort, right? When things don't go well, they know where to go, which is the PMO, right? I mean, with project managers, with project management in general, there are so many people indirectly reporting to you. So yes, you are responsible for the project, but you're not responsible for everybody who is working on the project, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if let's say, if this is an IT project that you're working with, if a developer is not doing a great job, well, you know you can call it out a few, a few times, but at the end of the day, then you have to deal with that developer's boss. And yeah. if the developer's boss has a, has a soft spot for their developer, which is going to be the case in, in most likely, well, you know what? you've got the short and the stick. What yeah. do you do then? Right. And that's where you need someone to rally rally you, be there for you. Right. Um, so that's where the support system and the safe haven comes in. And and at this at this point in time, the PMO can also help you with your professional development. Right. So if you have certain certifications that you need to get or if you need to expand your horizon and and you know work towards um uh, developing some soft skills uh, uh you know which are for instance around negotiation or around developing some emotional intelligence they can make the case for you to send you and you know uh, reimburse you for those courses for your own professional development so that's the first benefit you know uh, pmos being a safe haven and being a support system mm-hmm. you know, the second benefit i feel karen is that pmos if that are truly vested in the um in the in the interest of, of, of PMOs of, of project managers, sorry, uh, can really help you know remove roadblocks for them. Now, you know, I, I keep on telling PMO leaders, you know, you have to you have to uh, walk a very balanced line between executives and project managers. You know, you have a servant leadership towards the project managers. You need to be you know transparent with them as well, and. Um, Whatever vision you have, whatever thoughts you have about your PMOs, if your project managers don't buy into it, guess what? You fail because you have that vision. Your project management team is going to execute it. If they don't buy in, it's not going to work. And in order to, for, for the project managers to really um, buy in into that vision, the PMOs leaders also have to give something back to them. Right, and being there, being there to help them to remove roadblocks, that can that can uh, uh, go a long distance. So, for example, you know, you know, there there could be a specific project or a program where you know the stakeholders or the sponsors of, of the pro- of the of the project are really dilly dallying on certain decisions, yeah. and that is you know really delaying the projects. Now, I'm sure that's. Uh, not foreign to anyone who's listening to us, Karen. Yeah. Uh you know we all faced faced those situations, and you know a PM PMO leader can certainly step in there and help facilitate that discussion and say, you know what, Mr. Sponsor, uh, if you know you're taking, you know, th- this has taken this much time. If this continues, that's fine, but it would mean either the project's gonna get delayed or you'd have to throw some more money or whatever, yep. whatever else the other consequences are. So the choice is yours, right? That way, it's very clear to the project sponsor that, you know what, the buck's back in the court. And it's, uh, if, if anything, you know, happens to the project, it's not the project managers to blame. You know, if if, if if the project managers have that confidence behind them, that they have their PMO leader who's got their back, then that it can be, that can go a long way. Um, and then uh, finally, the
0: total Sorry, benefit. Can I can I just jump in there a moment? Yeah, sure. What I what I want to ask you about then is, do you see the role of the PMO sometimes in the space of helping educate the project owners or you know pro- the the key stakeholders within the project, project control board members on project management? Because oftentimes those people, even though they might be in those roles, mightn't fully understand their role in the, on the project and what that means, do you see that the PMO would have a role perhaps in, in helping educate?
1: Karen, that's a fantastic point. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, there are certain project manager project sponsors that I've come across, that I've heard others come across, is that they genuinely want to, or they genuinely want to help, but they just don't know what the responsibilities are. They just feel that, you know what, they funded the project, They've sponsored it through financing, and then that's it. You know, Things are going to get done, and then once it's done, they'll be told, by the way, guys, the project's done, and it's a success, and yeah. it, it didn't work that way. Um, and so they may genuinely not know what their role is, and I've seen project management offices you know, come up with documentation or even curriculum, for that matter, uh, where they are educating the sponsors on, Within that organization, what are your responsibilities as a sponsor? What is it that you must do? Where you need to come in? If a project manager is calling you in for, 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 uh, for certain meetings, that there's a reason for that, come in, please. Um, there might be some decisions you need to make. Um, and then there, there might be some, some collaboration or, or some, um, some negotiation that you might need to be involved in. So those are some of the things that the PMO absolutely uh, um, can do and, and should do to if if that, that gap is there. Yeah. So thank great. you so much. Thanks for bringing that that up, Karen. That that's a great point. That's right. Karen, uh, to, to, to really wrap this this last this point up, the, the last piece that I wanted to, to talk about, Karen, was you know, PMO can be that one place to find it all. You know, with project managers, you know, especially in large organizations, they, they, they you know, they're probably influenced by different departments, by different geographies. And if if you need to go somewhere whether it's you know specific tools or templates for new ideas to to float around or anything else that could help them then the pmo could be that go to go to spot for them
0: right and and so i guess when we're talking about that i mean i know as a project manager myself there's often times where I have templates and things that I've found work really well for me. So Mm -hmm. is there value in the project manager, you know, talking to the PMO about those rather than like being angry or upset, as an example, if the PMO decides to send out a suite of, of templates to use with the instruction that these must be used, even though perhaps they're not as good or don't work as well for the project managers
1: absolutely like one thing that I, I i talk about and and you know tell the project management office leaders in general is that they need to be open and and, and receptive to ideas and feedback right my my mm-hmm. my request to project managers at that situation is that when they do have any ideas or if they have any feedback be constructive about it right don't yeah. just say uh you know, these templates that you were just introducing won't work, Uh, you know, tell them, okay, they won't work, why won't they work? And what is it that can be done to make them work, right? Um, And also, it's not just maybe, it's not just the nature of the templates, it could also be around the way the templates are being introduced, uh, to who the templates might be introduced to, um, yep. you know, essentially every time you bring some sort of a change, that whole change management aspect has to be considered as well. So that could be feedback yep. around that 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 point too. But again, yes, absolutely share your perspectives, but just be constructive about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, um, thank you so much. I mean, I think this has been a valuable discussion and hopefully those project managers listening will have gained a bit of better understanding of the why a PMO exists and what the benefits are there for them in having a PMO. Um, and I know that you have a PMO Summit coming up. Do you want to tell us just a little bit about that?
1: Absolutely, Karen. Thanks for, for uh, allowing me with that opportunity. So yes, you know, one thing that I'm doing, uh, the reason why I'm in this business, Karen, is because of the fact that... Fifty percent of PMOs fail within three years of them that being created. So that's literally like flipping a coin and saying, "Hey, will the PMO fail or not?" And well, it's, it's it's as it's as probable as the coin toss. And I do believe that PMOs are far more valuable than that. Right? Why is it? Why is it that you know you don't hear anyone questioning values of? an accounting department or an IT department? Why don't you hear, you know, marketing departments or finance departments getting shut down? But that's really uh, uh, quite often the fate of PMOs. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, while uh, while there are uh, some of these reasons include around, you know, traditional mindsets and perspectives and expectations, I also think that a lot of onus comes on the project management office or the PMO leader in terms of how they're nurtured, how they're educated, and how they evolve. So, if someone who doesn't have that relevant experience um, has suddenly, you know, been given that opportunity, what happens at that point in time is not only are they learning the tricks of the trade, they're trying to do, they're trying to pose themselves as an expert um, while doing all of that. And some people slip, some don't, but those who do slip um, slip badly. And that means that uh no wonder the PMOs end up getting shut down. And so why I do all of this is to work with aspiring and first-time PMO leaders to really start it all at the beginning mm-hmm. and make sure that they are well educated, they understand what needs to happen when they're setting up a PMO or as they're setting up a PMO for the first time, what are the challenges that they're facing? How can we resolve them? Uh, you know, I, I tend to be their sounding board for that, and you know. We come up with real-time solutions to to solve their their challenges and make sure their PMOs are set up for success. With that said, you know when I go around looking for those kind of resources out there, um, I, I don't find too many of them. And so what I've done is I've put together this PMO Virtual Summit, which is specifically designed to fuel the success of aspiring and first-time PMO leaders, um, where I'm bringing together over twenty. Authors, experts, thought leaders from around the globe, in you know, their experts and, and thought leaders in the PMO space, in the project management space, as well as tangential disciplines like communication, change management, etc., to really talk about and make sure that these people, these aspiring PMO leaders as well as first-time PMO leaders, know A, how to get that top PMO role, B, how to settle in quickly, and C. How to set up the PMO and knock it out of the park. And so it'll be a, a, a you know, one-stop learning fest about PMOs. Um, very excited to have it out there because it's going to be uh, you know over 20, 25 uh, interviews and, and presentations and lots of bonus materials um, that will be associated with that. Um, and I and I hope that all of this can really help uh, people who are interested in becoming PMO leaders and, and really change that dial of PMO success into a a highly positive one.
0: Great. And uh, I know that you've told me that registration for the summit opens on the 11th of October.
1: Yes, exactly. It opens on the 11th of October. Mm -hmm. And uh, the summit is from the 16th through the 18th of October. Um, What people can do is, you know, attend these sessions. And if for some reason they're unable to attend or they feel that they want to listen to something again they also have the opportunity to um to get the all access pass and um and and get lifetime access to all sessions and record recordings and presentations um, the the summit itself is free for people to attend and it's a, it is a virtual summit so you can you can attend it from anywhere you like, whether it's your home, whether it's your office, whether it's your famous, whether it's your favorite coffee shop, wherever it is, you can um, you can attend the summit from there.
0: Great. So what we'll do is we will put the link in the uh, podcast page on the Project Management Insight website for anyone that's interested in uh, registering. And even for any of our listeners who have a PMO that they think might be interested, please remember to pass on this information so that, uh, you know, if there might be something useful for your PMO staff, the people in your PMO teams even, uh, to, to tap into. So, you know, please pass the word on uh, to let people know that uh, Hussein Summit's coming up. Thank you very, very much for joining me today, Hussein. And I look forward to, I think we're going to meet again for next week's episode uh, where we're going to talk about the ways to work with your PMI. So I look forward to talking to you again then for that episode.
1: Thank you, Karen. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.